I know Demi's excited. Demi's always excited about an extra, having a little time to herself. I know. Demi, you got plans? You don't have any plans right now? No, no plans. Okay, Demi. All right. Demi never tells me her plans. <laughs> uh, folks, we got a great show for you tonight. Uh, first, let me just share with you, if you didn't hear my colleague Dr. K's show, tonight they are, uh, she's going to be moderating a very important conversation with MPT, Maryland Public Tele Television, in partnership with Independent Lens Town Hall in a box um, which, which invites you to the screening of Conversations for Change that's happening this evening, uh, followed by a discussion on the new PBS series Philly D.A., now, the Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner in the show, well, in this, in, this, um, in this program, will recruit law students to join the next generation of prosecutors leading reform from within. After the screening, the panel will discuss how the community will make sure that Krasner keeps his campaign promises. So our very own WEAA's Dr. K of Today with Dr. K. She's going to be moderating this panel discussion. If you want to get more information and RSVP details, go to weaa.org. That's going to be exciting. Big stuff, man. Again, that's tonight, kicking off at 7 p.m. So, again, check us out um, at w check it out at weaa.org. Man, oh, man. Folks, uh, I'm so excited about tonight's show. I'm super excited. Here's why. I'm excited because uh, I want to talk about something that um, is kind of making big news right now. It's a little bit on the cultural side. If you use social media, and I want all my social media users, I, I know that we, when we, we go live on Facebook and stuff, and I noticed that, have you noticed that there's a change with your social media situation? I don't know. Demi, have you noticed a change? Have you... Have you seen an increase in likes or a decrease in likes? You've seen a decrease? Have you noticed? Demi, like, I get likes all the time for Roger. I don't have to worry about that. I always come through with a 1,000 likes. I always come through. <laughs> Sean, have you noticed some changes? No changes. You're just popular as well. Okay, well, it's just me. It's just, no, it's not you. It's me. Uh, it's me, folks. The fact is, is that apparently, oh, okay. All right, on Instagram. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hold on, Sean. Hold on. <laughs> the thing is that there is a change in social media. Now, I, I now this might seem like a very, like, why are you talking about this variety? But I think there is some depth to this whole situation where Facebook has announced, uh, they announced it yesterday that they've changed their uh, features where you as the user, I as the user, this is on both Facebook and Instagram, we can set it, our features where we don't have to um, see the number of likes. Like, people don't have to see the likes on our posts and we don't see the likes on their posts. So they're changing, they've changed th this, this whole situation. So they, they, they changed this whole situation of the likes. And I think it's interesting. And here's why I think it's interesting. Because, folks, I try to think a little bit deeper. I'm like, I wonder why they did that. Well, for them, for them, people are really 
having a problem with social media because they feel like, one, it has gone against um, adding to people's view of themselves. People's self-esteem. Because people are looking at the number of likes on their posts, on their pictures, and all of those things, right? And it plays on how they see themselves. Okay? So that's one part of it. The other part of it is that um, they don't want to, uh, they're, they're trying to, how can I say this? They're trying to create a situation where it's, it's not that big of a deal. They're trying to change the culture of social media. Now, this is going to affect about 4 billion users. This is how many people get on Facebook and Instagram, folks. 4 billion people use these platforms. Can you believe? 4 billion people. I think I have to check and see how many people are actually in the world. I think it's like 6 or 7 billion people in the world. But 4 billion people use Instagram and Facebook combined. So folks will be able to change the number of likes. Uh, They can hide what they call hide their number of likes on other people's posts. And again, they can do it for their own posts. Um, And 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 this is this is creating a stir. Now, the head of Facebook owned Instagram and Adam Mosseri. He said that the option to hide likes had been on its radar since 2019. So they've been talking about this for the past two years. He said, but it got derailed due to the pandemic. He said that while hiding the option during the recent testing didn't affect the experiences for millions of users, it did end up being pretty polarizing. He said this. This is his quote. He said, some people really liked it and some people really didn't like it. For those who liked it, it was mostly what was what we had hoped, which is that it depressurized the experience. People really have 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 gotten like some mental health issues because of their social media. That 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 the social media thing is so deep for people. I'm not even this is not no even jokes or anything. Like people are so attached and have uh, allow this medium to be a part of how they see themselves and their identity and their and their sense of worth and value that it has gotten to that point. But he, Mr. Mosseri, said that for those who didn't like it, they used to they use likes to get a sense of what was trending, what was relevant in Instagram and on Facebook, and they're super annoyed that we took it away. Hmm. So he said that the best solution for this whole dynamic is uh, to give people both on Facebook and on Instagram the option so they can decide how they want their experience to be in seeing people's posts and responding to other people's posts and people responding to their posts. Now, let's take this thing deeper. And I want you to join me in a conversation at 410 319 319-8888. Now, why is this why is this important? It's important because it forces us to think about mental health in a different respect, right? 
Now, if you are a person that want to see the number of likes that you get on your post, what does that say about you? If you are a person that don't want to see the likes, what does that say about you? And the other part about this is that the technology has become uh, such a, an ingrained part of our lives that now we're giving these, quote-unquote, these options, these choices, so that way we can become even more enmeshed in the technology. All you got to do is give people choices, and then that's when the buy-ins really starts to kick in even more. Choices create buy-in. For example, you go to your favorite fast food spot, right? And everybody, I remember when Burger King said something like, have it your way. Do you know just the simple statement of giving people a choice help their bottom line go just boom, have it your way? Because why? Everybody wants things their way. <laughs> we are in a time where choices is, is, is gold. And I think it's interesting that businesses right now, like this, these social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, they understand the, the, the power of the choice. So let's talk about this. 410-319-8888. 410-319-8888. Uh, what do you think about Facebook giving people the choice to hide their likes, to share their likes? And do you think it helps to... It will help because it will remove pressure. It will, it, will, it will get people out of a space where they feel like their self-esteem is predicated on how many people like them. Or do you think it's going to be harmful? Do you think it takes away, like Mr. Mosseri said, that, that you won't be able to know what's trending? You really won't know what's, what people are talking about. How do, you, how do you see this whole situation? 410-319-8888. Uh, would love to hear what you have to say. And um, you can certainly post your comments on my Facebook page because I need as many likes as possible and many comments as possible <laughs> at Faraji Muhammad, F-A-R-A-J-I-I-R-M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. Uh, now, I'm going to start the conversation there because there's another part of this conversation that I think that we need to discuss even more. But let's start the conversation here with these likes notifications. Or you can also, if you are in, the, if you're in this kind of mind space where you feel like social media has become such of this big phenomenon, right? It's not just this thing. It's not just technology. It has become this other phenomenon. That's all I can think of to describe how much of an impact, how much it has been a part of us. I, I've seen people, let me just show you how far people will go with this situation. First, well, I've, heard, I've heard people, and, I, and I'm not throwing any shade on anybody because I understand it. But anytime you have to take, which you do, what, what, do they, what do they call that? When you have to take a Facebook or social media break, you, you announce it, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm taking up some, some time off or what. Are we still talking about technology? Are we talking about a person? I mean, what, what are we talking about here? What, what, what? 
you got to take our time. What I mean, is Facebook? I mean, you make you want to think like, is this your job? You you got to put in. The yeah, well, that's the thing, and I think that it's the it's the it's like you got to take PTO from social media. I I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, I do understand it, but I don't understand it. Because it's still the part of social media, which I think is very important, that you choose to share. That's the one thing, out of all of these choices that we do have, no one has forced us to be on social media. So if you are so um, inundated with social, social media, if that's a part of who you are, part of your day, that's what you are, that's what you are always on, right? All day, every day, you scrolling, right? And, I, and look, I get it. But at the end of the day, that's a choice that you make. That really is a choice that you make, that you, you, you make this decision to be a part, to be on this platform. You make a decision to share whatever you want you share, okay, regardless of the consequences or the feedback, nobody forced you to talk about your relationships. Nobody forced you to post certain pictures of yourself. Nobody forced you to talk about, you know, you know, highly sensitive topics from everything from religion to what's going on between Palestine and Israel. And I mean, I guess that's the point. You know, it's like people say, well, that's what the platform is for. Yes, that is True, I think. I mean, I, I guess that was the initial intent of the designers. But at the end of the day, that's still a choice. That's still a choice. Let's go to, is this Kai? Let's start off the conversation with Kai this evening. Kai, thank you so much for checking in. What's your take on this? Yeah, man. Um, I think that you are on to something here. Uh, when you, you mentioned the Palestine, and I was thinking, I remember that they had this, um, um, I believe it was on Instagram. They were posting about this vote, you know, about who, you know, who, whose side do you support, either the Palestinians right. or the Oh, Jews. yes. Right, I've seen that. Right? Yeah, I see you on it, right? So, and that's the first thing that came to mind when you said that. I'm like, you know what? It does seem like this is a greater, you know, a bigger plot to be able to control the ability for ideas or realities in the world to go viral for people to catch on to what people are doing in different places and be able to feed off each other's social movements because that's what's been happening. And they've been dealing with this for a long time, Faraji. If you remember back when the Arab Spring was going on, they was debating, talking about the power of social media yep. over there in, uh, in Egypt when they had overthrew uh, uh, Hosni Mubarak. They were saying that they, he, was all, he kept attempting to shut down yep. social media, Facebook and Twitter and things of that nature because all of these people were using them as a platform to organize. Yeah. And I feel like that you own something here, man. Yeah, brother. I, yeah. I mean, and, and you know what? To add to that, Kai, I, I agree with you, and I think that now social media has become the this, this space where these hard-line divisions, these hard-line uh, issues, right? So it's got to be right. either this or that. That seems <laughs> to be the thing that's driving a lot of the conversations on social media. You know what I mean? Right. Like, okay, right. you for this or you against that? 
Right, but I think that's a natural part of struggle, though. I mean, yeah. people ride, you know, have, have issues, they take hold of those issues and build social movements to combat an already organized force. And so, Kai, so I'm, I'm interested, brother, what do you, with them giving people this choice, this feature of, you know, showing their likes or hiding their likes, do you think that, that this, what do you think that this potentially can go? in light of all of the other stuff that we see on social media. Do you think this is a good idea or not? I mean, I think that it's an idea. <laughs> I don't really know what I like that. You know, I don't know what the end goal or the end, you know, the end result is being, you know, being sought in doing this. Because I remember not too long ago on MPT they were showing this special about artificial intelligence and how, you know, the, the major you know, the people in control of Google and Facebook, you know, how they were using those platforms as a way you know, to input shock value where before it used to just be about gas or milk. Now they using this in, in the forms of ideas and likes. So yeah. they're driving people into particular political directions or economic directions. So I don't really know what their end goal in doing this is, but I can, I mean, I feel confident in saying that it's not going to be good for the people who mm. are from the bottom trying to get their voices heard. I think that this is going to be a way so that, you know, because even in the situation between the Palestinians and the Israelis, it's like there's almost, and here in America, there's this just blatant denial of reality, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, one thing is clearly a thing, but people refuse to accept it, and that is called, you know, being anti-politically correct. Like, we actually live in a, in a strange time when it comes to the spread of ideas and the rejection of ideas and truth, you know what I'm saying, like this. I really think that this, this, what they're doing here is it, not going to be good for social movements moving forward and getting right. voices heard. And, that, and, that, and that, you know what? I'm so glad you started us off tonight, Kai, because you, I, think you are, I think you are the same place that I'm at. We're, we're, we're walking to uh, something bigger here. We're walking into a bigger situation than we just than we can imagine. And I appreciate you for, 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 for taking that walk with us tonight. Brother. Yeah, man. Keep up the good work, bro. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Folks, and, and, and you know, to, to, just to add to what Kai was saying, if you did not know, the Jewish community right now, they are, they're, they're, they, they, they are, and this has been reported, there are a number of Jewish organizations, the American Jewish Committee and many other Jewish organizations who are striving to, at this moment, feel like they are being attacked as a result of the conversation around Palestine and Israel on social media. So they feel like they, 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 they feel victimized because the rhetoric, the talk on social media is so strong against Israel, against Jews. And so that, that right there, Kai, just to add on to what you talked about, brother— I mean, that creates a climate. And we got to remember, folks, that this type of talk create climates. This is part of our culture, and this, is, this helps to create the climate. Folks, uh, we got to take a quick pause. When we come back, I want to hear if we got Henry, Rita, and Clarence. I want to hear from them. I want to hear from you, folks. 410-319-8888. 410-319-8888. We are talking about social media. We're talking about how Facebook and Instagram have announced that they will hide your likes, that you have the opportunity to hide your likes on your post, the opportunity to hide your likes on other folks. And I just want to get your, 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 your take on it.
you feel like this is helpful, this is harmful, does this help when you're talking about the impact of social media on mental health? Is this harmful um, when you're talking about some of the, the big topics that people go and have discussions about on social media? Where do you stand on this situation? 410-319-8888. Also, post your comments on my Facebook page at Faraji Muhammad. And stay riding with us. We got a lot to get to in the second 30 of For the Culture here on WEAA 88.9 FM. Absolutely the voice of the community. We'll be right back. Welcome back to For the Culture here on WEAA 88.9 FM and WEAA.org. Absolutely the voice of the community. I'm your host, Faraji Muhammad. Thank you so much for checking in and riding with me this evening. Folks, we are talking about social media. We're talking about Facebook and Instagram in particular, as both platforms have decided to hide likes in an attempt to try to bring in some control around their Platforms. Now, I want to break it down to you of what this actually means, and I certainly want to get your take on this, because there's another part of this conversation that we're going to share with you in a little bit. But let's get through this part. Let's get through this part. Um, so yesterday, Facebook and Instagram, they both announced that with their combined users of 4 billion people, they would use, they would um, have this feature that would hide the number of likes on other people's posts. So you can hide your, the number of likes on other people's posts. Hide the feature on your own posts, or you can make no changes. Um, you'll also be able to change whether to hide likes on a per-post basis on both platforms. You can hide the like counts in the new post section in the settings. So you could do a per-post basis, like, you could do, like, okay, sometimes I do it, and this other times I won't, or you can just go straight for it. You can go just, you know, the whole thing. So this is recreating a situation where people, according to Facebook, and, I mean, according to Instagram, the folks at Instagram say that some people really like it because it helps to depressurize the situation. Other people's don't. Because they, they don't get a sense of what's trending. They don't see what everybody is talking about, what's popping, what's going on, where, where's the situation on social media. So I wanted to get your take on this because the, 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 the uh, a side note of this, well, not really a side note, when we're talking about depressurizing a person's experience on social media, there have been a number of conversations and studies, legitimate studies that have shown 
that social media has certainly contributed or have impacted mental health of young people through because of situations such as cyberbullying, uh, situations of low self-esteem. I mean, these issues have emerged as a result of the whole like-dislike features on social media. Now, Facebook didn't say that particularly was a part of it. They're just saying that they want to give people more control. That's the other part of this. The idea that you have this technology that will give you, quote-unquote, more control. And as a result of getting or having the choice to make your experience much better for you, then that becomes alluring to us to be on the, on the platform even longer. Now there's another connection because you feel like, wow, this, this technology, they think about me. Now we got to think about this, folks. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. This is only technology. This is a platform. This is a tool, right? This is a, uh, uh, this is a, it's important. It's used for communications. It's used for a lot of things, but it's not a human being. It's designed by human beings, but the, 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 the technology itself is not a human being. And then during the break, I was just talking to my man, Sean Don, and he was like, well, you know, people use social medias, particularly Facebook and Instagram, because you have all of these content creators out there. These are individuals who really get money as a result of the number of likes they get, um, the number of views they may have on their platforms and all of those things, like these content creators may have to adjust their business model because they, they, they live off of this stuff. But here's my thing on this very quickly. Then we go to the phone lines. I know everybody is not a content creator. How do you go? I mean, I'm seeing them pop up every time. I'm, everybody's like, oh, I create content on social media. And then it's like people twerking. And you'd be like, where's the content that's being created? Everybody's a content creator all of a sudden. You went to, did you go to four years of school, five years of school, six years, depending on if you took that, took that break in, between the, in, in, the, in the spring of 2019? Did you do all of that to become a content creator? Not to say that they're bad people. That's a, it's a legitimate job. It is what it is. But at the end of the day... At the end of the day, <laughs> everybody's not a con. Just because you like going on social media doesn't necessarily mean that now you're a content creator. Okay, debate me. 410-319-8888. Let's get back to the phone lines. A lot of things to kind of unpack in this situation. Let's go to Henry. Henry, thank you for checking in and for your patience. What's your take? Thank you for the amazing work. Oh, thank you, brother that you and your team are doing. I appreciate you being a voice for our community. Thank you, brother. Um, concerning the matter, I, from a mental health standpoint, because that's part of my profession, okay. is that uh, a lot of my clients do suffer. They create their own life. They hope to create the life that they wish they had in reality on social media. So seeing the lights, seeing the views, it matters to them. It matters. Okay, okay. So, can I ask you a question, Henry? And I'm not getting too too much into your work or your clients, but what, what's generally the age group where you see this is a real big issue for them? It, you know, I heard you say earlier that it's related to young people. It's not just young people. There are adults 
there are middle-aged people that are investing their energy and time in reality trying to make Facebook their new world. Mm. That's the best way I could put it. So it's not an age gap, I mm. mean, an age limit. It's mostly a mindset. Mm. And Facebook, uh, is, it can create that. So I am all for many of the views. Number one, for it to be handled with care. Uh, some people don't need to see the views. Some people don't need to see the likes. And uh, I do believe that that can also help people who are posting information to be not judged if their video is viral or not. Uh-huh. Too yeah. often, many people feel like just because a video viral is true. No, the information still could be false. Oh, yeah. They could be and, wrong as two left feet. Yes, sir. And, 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 and that has been a major issue in spreading wrong information. That's yeah, how it started with hate Asians. They believed a video saying that all Asians had corona or they the cause of it. Yeah. There are a lot of information that I believe that didn't and that became viral. And we also have to consider algorithms where certain videos are put in front of certain people's phones. If you turn your phone on and go to your stories or go to what's trending, trending, uh, stuff will pop up that's popular versus what I can call authentic. Mm. And that, that put a mindset in me that when I go on social media, I have to go for A, B, and D. I'm not going to go and allow it to tell me what I need to see. I so realize you, if I'm going to search, I got to be purposeful. Yes. Or it will waste my time. Now, now, Matt, let me ask you, Henry, and I, and I, I appreciate you so much, brother, for checking in. I don't hang up, but I'm going to ask you, um, do you, how much time do you say you spend on social media? Daily. I use it for work. I use it for, um, I really use it for work, and I use it uh, for a short period just to connect with people. Right. Because I depend on Messenger for okay. people to connect with me. So I would say, I'll say an hour. An, an hour, hour a day. Yeah. That's short. That's small. That's like you're it, not I, even I on. It, I make it. I have to make it like that. Is it now? Now, well, now other things in my life will be neglected. <laughs> well, let me ask. And I mean, that's true, right? I mean, we, we don't. It we only have but so much it. time awake, <laughs> <laughs> so we can't spend all of our time looking at our phone. But let me ask you: Do you feel compelled? Do it. Say it again, brother. You'll be surprised who do it. You no, I, 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 I'm plus, trust me, I Once ain't they surprised. they get a notification, they're looking at their phone. Why are they driving? Oh, I know. I get Why it. Why are they cooking? Oh, I know. I know. Now, let me tell you something. I had to turn off the ding. Yeah. Like, the sound on my yes, phone. Sir. Like, yes, I, sir. I can't get, I can't take it. Because I will be up at night and be like, ding, ding. Yes, and I'm, I'm starting to hear stuff, you know what I mean? You know why? Because <laughs> it released a door for me. And that's why the mental health department is very, very sensitive to this because it released a dopamine, a reward system. There's a documentary I encourage everybody to look up on in Netflix. I seen I it. I hope it's still on. Yes, sir. I and, seen and, it. And, 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 and it's very, this is something that's very serious. Yes, yeah, super people serious. you have to care about and not just uh, throw off because many people are dying. No, you're or, absolutely uh, right. afflicting themselves. You're right. With Henry, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, man. I think you're bringing up some great points, and I appreciate you for doing so. Thank you for checking in. You're absolutely right. Let's go back to the line. Let me hear from um, from Rick. Rick, we got Rick on the line. Thank you for your patience, Rick. What's your take? 
Can you hear me okay, Brother Faraji? Yes, sir. Uh, I, I heard you mention the Jewish community and their sense of victimization right about now. Yep. And I wanted to ask you, have attacks against Jewish people in America been on the rise? They say they have. In, in, in this past few weeks, they said uh, there was a, a couple of reports that said that they have been, uh, particularly in areas such as like New York City, um, in those areas where you have um, uh, uh, the population of those Jewish communities are very high, they say that there has been, like in those areas. Well, I want, to, I want to say to the young men listening, don't get all your information from places like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even your cell phone. Mm. Mm. I'm glad I'm too dumb. For those technologies. <laughs> Rick, I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thank so you, man. Thank you, sir. Let's go back to the line. Let's go to Dwayne. Dwayne, thank you for checking in. 410-319-8888, folks. Dwayne, what Hi. do you think about this like, notif- the, the hiding of likes? Uh, well, honestly, I think it's kind of BS. I mean, it's too late, but... The cat is all already, you know, the, the Pandora's box has already been opened. You're not going to be able to get, you're not going to be able to get the billions of egos back into that box. One of the worst things about social media is that, as your caller previously said, is that, well, I'm going to say it another way. The, the reason why social media is so bad is because it directly feeds your ego. Directly. Okay? Directly. Okay, and so... It even will feed your ego with, like, as you guys talked about, bad information. Wait, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here's a philosophical. All right, let me let me stop you right there. I wanna let now. I love what you said because it brings me to this philosophical point. If social media directly feeds your ego, right? It's like the old saying: "What comes first, the chicken or the egg?" Right? Is it that the that the platform, the technology feeds your ego, or are you feeding the technology what you want to hear? Therefore, it feeds your ego. Because the technology what? doesn't know who you are until you put yourself in your input, your information into the technology. And then the technology responds by, yes, saying, oh, you like these things, you like talking about these things, you like reading about these things, you like seeing these type of videos. Here's what you like. Right. Yeah, that's, that's so the very chicken in the egg. So so can we blame the technology because the technology didn't create itself? No, it's not about it's not about placing blame on the technology. It's about stating the the, the challenges that the technology creates. I'm not blaming the technology. Okay. But I'm what what I'm saying is is that the technology is creating a situation where people are do, are, are 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 constantly trying to feed their egos and in many instances as we've seen in the recent past you're feeding that ego bad information not to mention the fact that you know too much of any good thing is bad for you okay okay and okay. if you're constantly looking at yourself in the mirror mirror and you're and you're and you're and you're you know in your 40s and 50s and you're living this fake phony life at some point when you come back to reality it's going to be difficult. And then you're going to do something like, I don't know, get your gun and go shoot up your railroad station or something crazy like that. 
Okay. Because you won't be able to deal with the real world because you're constantly feeding yourself this false sense of self. We already have an ego that does that to us. Right. Innately. But now we have an exterior device that we can amplify that ego with. And that is going to cause long, that is causing and will continue to cause long-term psychological challenges. We're going to see more and more people having mental illness and anxiety challenges as time goes on because there's no other place for us to go. But here's the thing. And again, I hear you and I agree with you to this extent that it's again, it, 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 it sounds like even though you say you're not blaming, it still sounds like you're blaming the technology. But the, the, well, the responsibility effect, comes down to the user. I, I know, but everything is causing effect, Faraji. Right. Everything. Right. I put, I put a coin in the, I put a coin in the slot machine. It gives me four coins. Right. I go, wow, I got four coins. Right. Okay, I'm gonna put a few more in and see if I can get some more. I mean, everything is causing effect. Right. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's really about the imbalance of the user. Right, but the but but because yes, you wouldn't yes, you wouldn't get you, may, you wouldn't get you wouldn't get that that all of that information back from the technology if if you weren't seeking as a user you're not seeking something you know what I'm saying like uh, like like we're, yeah I know but that that kind of goes against the science because what the science is saying is that okay yes the technology it it causes a, a it's almost like an addiction for Ozzy okay? got you. I'm listening. Yes. Go ahead. If, if, I, if, I, if, if I start on an addictive substance and I get addicted, okay, yes, ultimately I am responsible, okay? But if I come to the job because of that and mow you and everybody down, you're still there, Faraji. So I mean, yes, yes I get that's you. Odd. Right, right. That's, I, I, I don't I, think I there you. is. I get you. It's my fault ultimately. Right, right. But see, the thing is, we go into this. And I'm saying we go into this this type of attachment to technology with a sense of a, a, a void that needs to be filled, and we we place it on technology to fill it, right? We 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 put the burden on technology to make us feel better. Now, I mean, I'm just saying fundamentally that's what's happening because, for example, just in a simple premise of why Facebook and and Instagram was even created. Well, now, you can go back as far as MySpace. The whole premise, quote-unquote, was to connect people to their friends. So at some point, there was a void where we weren't being connected, right? And here you had a piece of technology that sat in the middle of that void to fulfill that mission of connecting people, family and friends, right? Then, yeah, that was just an upgrade for IG. That was just an upgrade. We had ways of connecting with no, people. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Technology was just an upgrade. Right. Now, and I'm saying connecting in real time, quote, unquote, right? Then it got even further along because not only you connecting with your personal people, you have the opportunity, you have the choice to connect with other people, right? People that, I mean, the whole idea of having a friend's network is based on the idea of of us as human beings needing to be a part of a social network, a social experience, because we are social beings. So all of this thing plays on the nature of the human being in a very fundamental way. 
Now, whether you say that nature, well, it's, technology should not be playing on people's nature, all technology plays on people's nature. The, the, the plane, right, is a, is a technological evolution of the bird. I mean, everything we see that, that is a quote-unquote an advancement, a scientific or technological advancement, started from a natural phenomenon. It's just now that we know how to access it. The social scientists, the designers, the programmers, they know how the human being works. <laughs> and it's deep. And so when we have these conversations, I mean, I don't think we should forget, like you said, Dwayne, the cause and effect. But at some point, we can, should we get mad at the technology or should we get mad at the people because it's the chicken and the egg syndrome? Dwayne, well, I, appreciate I don't think you Go ahead, brother. I'm going to let you get that final word. Go ahead. I don't think it's a. I don't think it really is a matter of getting mad at the people or the technology because the circumstances are we have people and we have technology. And you can't, you can't get mad to, at people though. I mean seriously, if somebody is on Facebook, on Instagram, they're being fed all these lies about black people. They're getting fed all these lies about where America is going. Boom, 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 and they get become radicalized through the technology, and then they go, as you say, go out into a crowd. They start shooting people. They 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 plant a plant a bomb somewhere. Why shouldn't you be mad at that person? Well, well, what I, what I when I say the people, I mean the people in general. Okay, I was just speaking to your point. Okay. You know the circumstances are we have people and we have technology, and these are the challenges that we have helped to create. Yeah. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get our best minds to help us learn how to navigate the circumstances that we are currently creating. Right. Because, because you know, we're already one of the most depressed countries, you know, on the planet, quote-unquote, and now we've got technology amplifying all of these egos. I just predict that there's going to be a lot of long-term challenges. Gotcha. I'm going to stop you right there. My man, Dwayne, always good to talk to you. Let me go back to the line. Tom, thank you for checking in. What's your take? That's really covered that uh, you saw about two sides of this thing, the first side, the humanitarian side, really well in your discussion back and forth was just terrific. Thank That's you. why I listen to your show, man. But anyhow, I'd like to create the technology side just for a second. Sure. You know, computers, the best thing they do, what they do is they manipulate. You put data into a computer, it manipulates it, and then it sends a signal out to something else and manipulates something else. Mm. And some of the best computers are used to manipulate uh, robots mm -hmm. in factories and whatever. And so computers, what they do best is manipulate. So your premise a little while ago, wondering whether we're manipulating the technology or the technology is manipulating us, uh, sometime in the near future, maybe a foregone conclusion of what that answer is. Mm. And also, too, it's, it's not really science fiction or fantasy. But no. computer technology development, it's not impossible that within 100 years or less that those things could be some, become self-aware. And also want to protect their own self-being and whatever. Who knows? Well, I see where you going, Tom. Go. I see where you going, man. I see where. You... <laughs> I know it's a little strange, but I know. Well, but I'm no, go out in the hey, field anyhow. Hey, I'm 76 years old, and I've seen a lot of things. Hey, know, hey Tom. And whatever. Yeah. Let me tell you. Do you know Tesla? I mean, this is off of social media, but I heard. 
Tesla are it's testing self driving cars. Yeah, you're right. I heard that. It was on the news. <laughs> so I'm like, so to that point, some level, and 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 they talked about artificial intelligence, AI, and the whole thing. So there's mm-hmm. always this 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 yearning to recreate something, the human mind, the human experience in some other way, shape, or form. And I think that's the part that we have to start to look into because, and I think to your point, um, we're, 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 we're contributing, we're adding to it because the more that we yearn for better technology, there is a sense that the more that we're, we're giving up on our own uh, innate human abilities to think, reason, and to do things. I think that is really well said, man, and I agree with you 100%. I want to listen to some more of your callers. That's all I'm going to I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Tom. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Good point. Let's go back to the line. Angel, thank you for talking, for checking in. What's your take on this like notification, Angel? Are you on Facebook? I I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram and LinkedIn. I haven't migrated to, like, the TikTok and the Snappy Chat stuff. You said you haven't migrated. That's unknown territory for you right now, huh? My kids are. My kids are. And I'm not. Not that old, but I'm old enough that I'm like I just I like things simple. Right, <laughs> I, I get it. Um, and so this is very interesting. I love this conversation. And so just three things that I want to kind of touch on. First, being and I've said this before on because it just applies to so many situations. We blame society, but we are society. Yay. And so you can't blame technology that's created by humans. Now, what the guy before me just said, um, I think it was the guy before me, the guy before that, said that computers manipulate. And they do to an extent, but I have to disagree because what computers do is process and reflect the data that is given. And so if we as humans, as our society is naturally racist, obviously when when we're creating this technology and information we're putting in, It's, it's already racist and you don't even realize it. And all the computer doing is all the computer is doing is amplifying or putting out to you the racist part. Yeah. If you remember a couple shows ago, you had a guy on um, talking about like the coded bias. Right, uh, right. Techno racism. Yeah. One of my my high school algebra teachers, smartest guy I know, he was on Jeopardy one like three nights in a row. He's algebra and geometry. He did not want us to use calculators very often because his model was garbage in garbage out he said you're going to become reliant on the on the calculators to provide you with the right answer not realizing that you could have put something in incorrectly Mm. and so that's how computers work that was his that was his philosophy in his class and that's how he taught us and so you, you can apply that to everything and so while social media initially was created to be a way to connect with people all over the world. Because, yeah, we have other ways of connecting, but honestly, connecting all over the world was, one, a costly thing. Because remember, we used to pay for minutes. We used to pay right. for long distance. Right. I know it seemed like ages ago, but it really wasn't that long ago. No, I, I remember them you days. Know. I remember getting the credit, yeah. the little cards that you use and yeah. stuff. You like, call me right back after 9 o'clock. Right, you know, right. <laughs> It was real like that that money faster and so what social media did was create a way that everyone could have access but the what happened was and this happens with a lot of things and just 
in general sales and marketing is the turn to the psychology of an addiction. And that's where sales and marketing, like if you ever take, if you've ever taken any sales and marketing classes, I have my MBA and I, but my undergrad is in psychology and I saw it right away in class. Like, this is like, this is how you create an addiction, you know, Make it so that people want to come back. Give them doses. Make it special. Have your target audience. Stuff so, like that. It's the same thing. So, Angel, so is you, this... And I, and I, now I'm wondering. I used to do sales. I used to sell cars, oddly enough. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, but I'm wondering... Focus on the pain points. When that Find out what the pain points are and then focus in on those. Right. So, I'm wondering, when you talk about when the technology like of this magnitude, like Facebook and Instagram, talking about giving people choices, what is really being said there from a psychological standpoint? Is that, is that the becomes the, the inviting way to bring people further in to, to, to rely more on that technology? It's the illusion of free will. Ooh. The societies in general, it's the whole illusion of free will. With our whole society is built on that. You look at religion, it's based on the illusion that you have free will. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Everything is ba- if you break things down all the way, everything can be traced back to the basic principles that have created this whole society. In, you think about gender norms. You think about all of that. Yeah. Like Everything, our society, it's all a social construct. This was not, none of this, the way we operate now, the way the countries are kind of formed and operate. Yeah. You know, if you go back to, if you're a Christian and you believe in the Bible, you go back to the Garden of Eden. They didn't have all that. Right. <laughs> they didn't have all no, that. No, no, they you know, definitely believe, didn't have that. You believe, like, you know, so if you think about it, this was all created by us. It's that one finger out, three fingers pointing in. It was all created by us. But you're getting upset because, you get upset because somebody else, created it and it's not you didn't create it or it's not what you want let me let me let me throw it i gotta stop you right there because of time <laughs> angel thank you so much you setting me up for a great segment that's coming up next folks we got to take a quick pause when we come back let's talk about the impact of this on children because here's the thing facebook is actually thinking about creating an instagram for children for 13 years old and younger what's your take Join me in a conversation for the next hour of For the Culture here on WEAA.